Hello and welcome to another episode in the Oz Movie Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Pato. Today I'll be doing a review of Bill and Ted Face the Music, the anticipated sequel to Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which came out nearly 30 years ago back in 1991, which is crazy to think about. This film had a pretty rushed production, but it's been something that's been in the works for quite some time. Uh, the film had finished all of its principal, uh, principal photography and everything, but then had to have editing done during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is interesting as well. But yeah, it's out and it's quite cool that it is out. Um, it's something that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. I am a big Bill and Ted fan. I love the first film in particular. The second film I love nearly as much. There's a few things that don't really line up for me in that sequel, but I'm a huge fan of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's a film franchise that's been quite prominent in my life. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was nearly a staple in my diet of, um, uh, I guess, entertainment consumption when I was growing up. My dad also loved it, so I think that sort of played into it. I, I guess we had a bit of connect there with that film, especially Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And my dad used to always call my brother and I Bill and Ted, which you know, was quite entertaining as well. But yeah, it's just um, a film franchise that I've quite enjoyed. I think Keanu Reeves as Ted and Alex Winter as Bill, they just had awesome chemistry with one another. They're quite entertaining to watch together as well on screen. And I'm just a big fan of the duo together. I just think they're great. George Carlin, even in the um, original two films too, William Sadler as Death in Bogus Journey. It just had, it was like lightning in a bottle. It just felt like it was the combination of the, the right people at the right time. William Sadler as death is just fucking fantastic. He is so funny in um, that film. He's just fantastic. For those who don't know, uh, essentially Bill and Ted die. They go down to um, the underworld and they have to, if they want to go back up, they have to beat death at a game. So they're playing Battleship, they're playing different board games and they keep beating death, but he hates losing. So he keeps re-challenging them and it's hilarious. It's fantastic. And then, by the end of the film, uh, Death is a part of the Wild Stallions, um, the Bill and Ted's band, which is just fantastic. It's so funny. It's great. Um, and that plays into this film as well, which is quite entertaining as well. But, yeah, I, I'm just a big fan of Bill and Ted. So I was really excited for Bill and Ted Face the Music. And I have to say it lived up to my expectation. I had a great time with this film and I'm quite looking forward to talking about it. So without further ado, let's just get stuck into it. Take it away, trailer. When your wife suggested couples therapy, do you think that this is what they had in mind? Definitely. I mean, we're a couple of couples, right? Bill, Ted, enough of the delusions. You didn't time travel. And you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. We've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Whoa! Whoa. Greetings, my excellent friend. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Performed tonight will save reality as we know it. Oh! Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Dude, 
Our dads are totally in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. We should help them out. Yeah. No way. How's, How's it going, going Bill and Ted? We're putting together a most extraordinary band. Hey, you want to be in our band? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is so fantastic. We're going to go talk to Death. Is he playing hopscotch by himself? Dude, he's cheating. Hey, Death. My well, is in the wild stallions. Let's rock! Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Well, you know, we're dead and we're in hell. But how you doing? We're good. good. So like I said, Bill and Ted Face the Music was on my most anticipated for 2020 list and I'm very excited to actually have the chance to talk about it. So it was directed by Dean Parasot and reunites Keanu Reeves as Ted and Alex Winter as Bill, along with newcomers Kristen Schaal. Samara Weaving is playing Thea, who is um, Bill's daughter, and Bridget Lundy-Payne is also playing Ted's daughter, um, <laughs> whose name is Billy, so it's a bit of a play on words there, which is quite funny. Um, um, and, yeah, it follows the duo as they're reunited, like I said. Once told they'll save the universe during a time-travelling adventure, two would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song and fulfil their destiny. Like I said, this was on my most anticipated for 2020 list, and after that first trailer came out, I was quite excited like I said, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey are just two fantastic films. They're just so entertaining to watch. They're not groundbreaking entertainment by any means, and especially considering Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure did follow very closely behind Back to the Future. The film just has that lightning-in-a-bottle kind of mentality about it. It's just the right people at the right time, and here they've reunited for this film. Um, it reunites the original writer of the film as well, uh, Ed Solomon, with Bill and Ted. Um, and I just, Bill and Ted, I'm just going to call them that, Counter Reeves and Alex Winter. Um, and it was just really entertaining to have this trio back together to try and make something interesting and something fun. I mean, it's a time travel sequel. What else can you really do with it? But it rounds out the films now to a complete trilogy and... I had a great time watching it, so I was very excited to have the chance to see it. And thanks to Madman Films, it is playing in Australian theatres at the moment, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, let's get stuck into it. What did I like? What didn't I like? I loved having um, Bill and Ted back on screen together once again. The two of them still have fantastic chemistry. I love Alex Winter, and I think Keanu Reeves is fantastic as well. Now, I have heard a few complaints about Keanu Reeves. Does he still have that innocence that he did back in the 1980s and 1990s to play a character like that? When we think of Keanu Reeves now, we think of the Matrix Keanu Reeves. We think of John Wick Keanu Reeves. We think of Constantine Keanu Reeves. We don't really think of Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves anymore. Now, what I'm saying is that there's a distinct um, difference as a performer for him to pull off the stoner, innocent, optimistic child that he did in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure compared to what we are, I guess, perceiving him as now. We've seen John Wick. He's the badass now, and he has been for quite some time. 
But I still think that he still has that charm as Ted. He still is really likable. He has great chemistry with his co-star in Alex Winter. That Both of them work off each other fantastically. Um, and whilst it is a bit weird to see him come back and play this character, I don't think he's necessarily bad in the role. I just think because what we've seen Keanu Reeves play in most recent years, and I guess John Wick being the most recent example, and now watching him return to playing, you know, Ted again, it's it's different. And I guess I sat down and watched all uh, the two films leading up to Bill and Ted Face the Music. I watched Excellent Adventure and uh, Bogus Journey back to back, and I was like, I wonder how they hold up now if I watch all three of them. And for me, it still holds up well. I, I really did enjoy seeing the three of uh, uh, the three films the way that I did again, and I really did enjoy seeing the, these two characters back on screen. They're so optimistic. They're so stupid. You just can't help but gravitate towards them and really like them. There's some fantastic humor still with the two of them, like just some of their dialogue back and forth. It's really funny. Some of the situations they put themselves in, it's just really entertaining to watch. And I think that's attributed to both um, McDonald's, um, sorry, Solomon's writing. I don't know why I said McDonald. Um, Solomon's writing as well as just Bill and Ted as characters as well. It's just the the trio there. It just seems to work. And like I said, it rounds out a trilogy now. We have Excellent Adventure. Uh, Face the Music feels more like a direct sequel to Excellent Adventure because Bogus Journey just goes completely off the rails, but that's why it's such an entertaining sequel as well. Um, but yeah, they understand what works with these films and they bring a lot of that back. We have William Sadler back as death, and he doesn't look like he's aged today. Um, we're reintroduced to him as um, uh, Bill and Ted find out that their daughters have passed away, um, and they're in hell at the moment. So they're like, oh, we need to get down there and save them. So there's a robot that's hunting them who's played by Anthony Carrigan. And for those who don't know, Anthony Carrigan is in Barry. He plays um, Noho Hank. Um, and for those who don't know Barry, it's fantastic, and he's really good in it. He plays a killer robot here that's been sent to kill Bill and Ted because they don't think that they're actually the chosen ones. So they want to get rid of them so that they can reset the timeline because the timeline's essentially collapsing and they need to fix things. So Bill and Ted have gone to the future to steal the song that will unite the world um, and yeah, bring it, uh, steal it from themselves in the future and then bring it back to the past while Bill and Ted's daughters um, have gone back back in the past to bring a band that will be able to reunite everyone in the future. So they're assembling people like Jimi Hendrix. We have, um, who else was there? Mozart was there. It was, it was really entertaining and I, I really enjoyed that aspect of the film. I think, um, yeah, bringing them all together was really interesting. But anyway, uh, essentially what happens is Theta and Billy both pass away and they need to go and... Um, uh, visit hell to get them back so they they die they get the robot to kill them um they go down to hell with the robot he joins their group and uh, they are reunited with death played by william sadler and he's playing hopscotch and the lines in the trailer where they're like dude he's playing hopscotch by himself oh and he's cheating i just thought it was so funny but it was really awesome to see william sadler we find out that after the events of bogus journey they had a bit of a falling out um, with the Wild Stallions, they were, you know, doing gangbusters, but then uh, it got to Death's head and he went and did his own solo career and then Bill and Ted was suing him because he was taking a bit of their music with him. It's really funny and I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but I really did enjoy that aspect of the film. I thought it was quite entertaining 
and seeing William Sadler back as death, like he is fantastic. He is so funny. He doesn't look like he's aged a day. He's hamming it up and he's having a great time with it. And it was cool to see that because I'm a big William Sadler fan, but I also love that character of death. I thought he was fantastic and a standout in Bogus Journey, one of the strongest parts of the trilogy in general. But yeah, really did enjoy seeing him back there. And I really enjoyed the dynamic between the three of them because they were the dynamic trio, I guess, in the um, in Bogus Journey. And I thought they were really good here again too. Um, and I thought that uh, Bridget Lundy-Payne was fantastic as Billy, who is Ted's um, Ted's daughter. He re- uh, She really does feel like a young Keanu Reeves, and I thought that she was really funny. She, um, she was really witty in certain aspects of the film, but she just really did sell a lot of it too, and I was like, you're really good in this role. Like, you're quite funny. So hope to see a bit more of her in the future. And Samara uh, Weaving plays Thea. I'm a huge Samara Weaving fan. I think she's fantastic, but she is a bit overshadowed here because I think Bridget Lundy Payne is a little better than what um, Samara Weaving is which is a bit of a shame because I'm a big Samara Weaving fan but it was really cool though to see the two of them go back and forth I love their quest in this film them going back in time it was really really cool to see them assemble this ragtag group of um, historical musical figures as well it was really funny and I would actually like to see more of those two characters I don't want to see you know, another uh, sequel of it's not going to fit in with the Bill and Ted mythos. But the two characters here really did steal a lot of the show. And I was more interested, I guess, in what they were doing than what Bill and Ted were doing. Sure, it was funny to see Bill and Ted um, talk to their future selves. There is a great sequence, my favorite sequence in the future, where they go to visit themselves. I think it's around 10 years down the track. Um, and they think they're in a big mansion, but Bill and the older Bill and Ted are in Dave Grohl's house, and Dave Grohl rocks up, and it was hilarious. I laughed out loud multiple times during that scene because it was very funny. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought that the film itself really did capitalise on a lot of those more entertaining aspects of the film um, and really utilise these characters to the utmost potential, which is something that I was a bit worried about. I thought... How are they going to bring these characters back so it does feel like a direct sequel to Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? And they do it in a way where I felt that it was natural. We get a bit of a overview at the very start of the film where they talk about where these characters have been for the last 20 or 30 years. Um, and they do a really good job. Like we establish where these characters are at in this point in their life. Um, and I thought that it was handled in a... Uh, a unique way it still had a lot of throwbacks to the original two films too so um i I enjoyed that too but yeah i thought the film did a really good job with utilizing those aspects and utilizing the characters to the best of their abilities and whilst there's a few complaints out there mainly surrounding keanu reeves i just thought that the two of them um with alex winter and keanu reeves i thought they did a really good job with one another and the new additions to the cast were quite enjoyable as well um, the princesses, like they have been in the last two films, they're really nothing here. For those who don't know, essentially, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they meet two princesses and bring them back, and they've been with them for the last 30 years now, princesses from the 1400s, um, and their relationships are falling apart a bit because they're sick of Bill and Ted not doing anything, that they're, they're living off this fantasy that one day they'll reunite the world, um, and it's sort of, yeah, teeters on the line of, I don't really care. Like, these characters have been really nothing in the previous two films, and it doesn't bother you because they are nothing. They're more of a background sort of character, more of um, the stakes for Bill and Ted to save the world. 
here. They have their own adventure they're looking for with their future selves. Uh, they get in the um, time machine and they're looking for a, a timeline where they're all happy with each other. And it was okay, but it was something I wasn't as interested in. I just didn't care enough. Um, and I think a lot of that stuff could have been trimmed out of the film to add more stuff with death even because, like I said, William Sadler is fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I, I just didn't like that stuff. But, I mean, it's there. It's fine. It's okay. It doesn't really detract a lot from the film. But as far as negatives go, I do have a couple. Um, the film does have a real cheap quality to it. There's a lot of CGI backgrounds and overexposed lighting during a lot of the sequences that are out in the daytime. Now, I understand this is a cheaper film, so I don't want to be too harsh on it, but I think a, a few more months in editing could have really done this film a lot of favours. Uh, there's some sequences with just really poorly rendered CGI backgrounds where the characters just look superimposed on um, these very blank backgrounds. There's not a lot going on. Um, the comparison um, from the Red Letter Media guys was they compared the, the backgrounds to that of the Avengers films. You know when they're in like the helicarriers and the Avengers headquarters in those films where they're these big empty buildings, like they're, they're huge CGI sets, but there's nothing in them to populate them and make them feel real. There's a lot of that here, but the effects aren't that good. So it feels very out of place and the characters look fake in that environment. They don't look realistic. So that's where the issues come in. You're looking at it and just thinking something doesn't look right with that scene. And it's because you've got Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter standing on a CGI set with a green screen behind them. But because the effects of the green screen aren't fantastic, they really do stand out. So that was a big issue for me because I was looking at it just thinking it just looks cheap. Now, the original films didn't have groundbreaking special effects either, but they were very creative and unique with what they were able to do with the limited budget they had. And I always admire those films for that. There's some great editing in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey with really interesting scene transitions and just the way certain things are framed. There's also cool puppets and some really weird stuff in that film that really does work considering it's a lower budgeted film. It's a little higher than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as far as budget goes, but it still works for me. And I think they did a lot with that film where here they're just not as creative with the special effects. And I understand that special effects are more expensive than they were back in 1991, but you do still have Keanu Reeves, who's a huge drawer at the moment, so you could have done a bit of something there, maybe just made the special effects look a little better because it does detract from the film. Considering that there's really great makeup effects, there's some really good stuff at the end of the film where the two of them... Uh, Bill and Ted uh, go to the very far future where they meet um, their old selves and they're in a retirement home. And the makeup on Bill and Ted's face was awesome. Like I just, I looked at it and I was like, that is so good. And it's like real. And you look at it and you're just like, that's real makeup. And they've, they've done a really good job there. Um, I was even looking at it from an Oscar perspective. And I was like, to be fair, I haven't seen anything at the moment that is really, you know, looking like an Oscar frontrunner for best hair and makeup. So that could potentially be a frontrunner now. Like, cause it looked really good. Like I, I'm not just saying that cause I'm a Bill and Ted fan. I was like, that makeup looks really good. Um, and the special effects on the robot, it's a practical suit. Some of the imagery down in hell as well is just really cool. And I was like, Oh, that looks really good. I'm a fan of that where you have a look at some of the, um, I, I don't know, some of those CGI sets that I was mentioning and even some of the special effects, cause essentially time's collapsing in on itself so we have like the pyramid showing up in San, uh, San Dimas. 
um, and it just doesn't look fantastic. It just looks really out of, it looks outdated. It looks like an old special effect from like the mid 2000s and it just didn't really work for me. But at the same time, I understand that it's a lower budgeted film from Orient Pictures. Orient Pictures is trying to reestablish themselves. They were popular in the 1980s and 1990s. Now they really haven't had a hit. Child's Play was kind of a bomb for them. I think they were expecting it to be a lot bigger than what it was. So, yeah, I can understand that there's a, a few things with this film that could have been fixed up, I think, with a bit more money and a bit more time in editing. But at the same time, I think it still works for what it's trying to do. And if you're a Bill and Ted fan, you're not really caring too much about those aspects. You're more focused on these characters because they're still just as enjoyable as they were 30 years ago. They're fantastic. And... It's just, you know, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter's chemistry. It just works. It just really does work. And I think if you're a fan of those films, you're going to love this film. But if you're not a fan of those films and it's not going to work for you, it's a catch-22. You've got to understand what you're getting into. My partner saw the trailer for this film and she just said it looks stupid and ridiculous. She didn't care. Where... As a huge fan of Bill and Ted, I looked at this trailer and was like, this is exactly what I want. I guess it's like the Anchorman films, and I think if I had to compare more recent films to what Bill and Ted was, I guess the Anchorman films are the closest thing you're going to get to it. It's that surrealist comedy with you know a bit of a supernatural uh, element to it, that being with the time travel and the science fiction elements there. But at the same time, I just really did enjoy this film, and I had a really great time with it. So my verdict... Bill and Ted Face the Music is fun, full of giddy optimism and fun performances from Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Whilst it won't win any new fans, it will keep the old fans happy. And I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. I just really enjoyed this film, guys. Like I said, it was on my hit list. It has been for quite some time. And since it's been announced, yeah, it's just it's just been there and I've been really looking forward to it. So I had a really good time with Bill and Ted Face the Music. But that brings this episode to a close, guys. So... Look forward to more reviews coming at you shortly. I'm going to have a review for The Babysitter Killer Queen coming up shortly as well, which I'm looking forward to reviewing for you guys, as well as getting prepared for my Halloween Spooktacular. So look forward to more reviews coming at you very shortly. And, yeah, you know, in the in the theme of Bill and Ted, just remain optimistic and, yeah, be excellent to each other. That's all I have to say. All right. Peace out, dudes. Oh, 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 oh,